Sunshine or rain, the steps of a good man are ordered by the Lord, and he delighteth in his way. Though he fall, he shall not be utterly cast down. For the Lord, for the Lord, for the Lord upholdeth him with his hand. Oh, thou art almighty, I am so small. Lord, make me trust thee, whatever befall. Thou art all holy, you make no mistake. Lord, make me Christ-like, whatever it takes. The steps of a good man are ordered by the Lord, and he delighteth in his way. Though he fall, he shall not be utterly cast down for the Lord, for the Lord upholdeth him with his hand. For the Lord upholding him with his hand. It's a delight and a privilege to be in these services, these meetings, this fellowship meeting, and be able to preach to preachers. That's always a challenge. Because I don't know about you, but when I preach to preachers, I'm up here thinking, man, these guys, everything I'm saying, they probably know better than I do, you know, and what in the world can you say to preachers? But uh, I know as a preacher, I need preaching too, and I look forward to preaching, and I don't know anybody that loves preaching more than preachers, amen? Preachers love to preach, but preachers love preaching, amen? So you can preach to preachers, amen? That's, that, 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 that's good. All right, 2 Timothy chapter 4, and this morning, I'm going to speak this morning, talk this morning, preach this morning on uh, what I believe is a special word to preachers. 
a special word to preachers. Uh, uh, much of the Bible is, 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 you know, for everybody. And there's something in, in, in all of God's word for, for everybody in, in a general sense. But, uh, man, if I, as I look at this passage of Scripture, I see a special word that God gives to preachers here. And, and this morning I want to speak on that. And I hope that you'll be praying for me. Let's, let's, let's look to the Lord. Father, help in this service this morning, Father. And I pray that you'll speak to our hearts. God, I pray that the Holy Spirit would work in a tremendous way in, in my life and in the lives of uh, these folks that are gathered here today, Lord, these preachers, Lord, these preachers' wives, these Christian workers, and uh, and others who are here today. God, I pray that you, Lord, just do a good work in our lives, and I pray the Holy Spirit would have his way and glorify the Lord Jesus Christ in all that's said and done. In Jesus' name, amen. Second Timothy chapter 4. And verse number one in the Bible says, I charge thee, therefore, before God and the Lord Jesus Christ, who shall judge the quick and the dead at his appearing and his kingdom. Preach the word, be instant in season, out of season, reprove, rebuke, exhort with all long suffering and doctrine. For the time will come when they will not endure sound doctrine. But after their own lust shall they heap to themselves teachers having itching ears. And they shall turn away their ears from the truth and shall be turned unto fables. But watch thou in all things, endure afflictions, do the work of an evangelist, make full proof of thy ministry. For I am now ready to be offered and the time of my departure is at hand. I have fought a good fight. I have finished my course. I have kept the faith. Henceforth there is laid up for me a crown of righteousness which the Lord the righteous judge shall give me at that day, and not to me only, but unto all them also that love his appearing. You know, as we look at the ministry and life of the Apostle Paul, I think it's obvious that Paul was above all and above everything else, he was a preacher, amen? Paul was a preacher. He said, God sent me, man, to preach. Amen. He said, boy, I baptize and all that, but God didn't send me to baptize primarily. God sent me to preach, you see. And Paul was a preacher. And boy, I, I, I read the Bible and, and thank God for preachers. Amen. I read about John the Baptist. And the Bible said that John the Baptist came preaching. Amen. And saying, repent for the kingdom of heaven is at hand. Jesus was a preacher. Amen. And, and he preached the kingdom of, 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 of God. And, and, and so thank God for preachers. And, and, uh, boy, it's a blessing to be in the ministry. It's a blessing to be a preacher. I thank God that God called me to preach. Amen. That's a joy. I love it. And, uh, yet, as we look at this passage of scripture, we see that Paul gives some special instructions to a young preacher. I believe he's a young man by the name of Timothy. And, and in that we have uh, what I believe is a special word to all of us who are preachers. You see, Paul speaking under the inspiration of the Holy Spirit encourages Timothy, uh, who, who, who himself was a preacher of the gospel of the Lord Jesus Christ. And I want to look at these words that, that Paul spoke to Timothy under the inspiration of the Holy Spirit and use them, God willing, to encourage the hearts of every person here today. First of all, we see the charge. 
In verse number one, the charge. He says, I charge thee therefore before God and the Lord Jesus Christ who shall judge the quick and the dead at his appearing. The charge. He gave him a charge. And, and, and folks, <laughs> boy, we need to take the charge seriously. You see? Look at, you know, how he, uh, presents this to Timothy. Uh, uh, boy, it, it's an awesome responsibility. He said, I charge thee before God in the presence of God. I charge thee before God and the Lord Jesus Christ. Preaching is not a light thing. Preaching is not just something that we can just, you know, man, you know, just, just do, you know, like, like, like it's no big deal, like, like it doesn't matter, you know, how we do it or what we preach and all that. Man, we are, we have a charge before God. It's a holy responsibility. It's an awesome responsibility, you see. It's before God and the Lord Jesus Christ. And, and he reminds Timothy, and, and, and let me remind you that, that uh, man, one day we're going to be judged for, 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 for our preaching. Amen? Huh? He said, who shall judge the quick and the dead at his uh, appearing in his kingdom. One day we'll stand before the judgment seat of Christ. And we're going to give an account to God for this stewardship of preaching. Huh? Well, we need to take this charge seriously and, and realize that it's an awesome, awesome responsibility. What, what else in this world, think about it now, what else in this world has the impact on lives that preaching does? Nothing does. God is chosen by the foolishness of preaching. To save them that believe. People get saved through preaching. Amen. Lives get changed. Families get straightened out. Man alive. Nothing has the impact uh, 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 on people like preaching does. It's an awesome responsibility. And we're going to stand before the judge of the quick and the dead one day. And give an account. Turn to uh, 2 Corinthians chapter 5. And let's just... Look at this and, and, and be reminded of it. I know I'm not going to tell you anything that you don't know, but boy, we need to be reminded of things over and over and over again. Second Corinthians uh, chapter five and, and uh, verse number uh, 10. Speaking about the judgment seat of Christ in verse 10, he says, for we must all appear before the judgment seat of Christ. All of us as Christians, amen? Now we preach that to our people, but listen, that, that stands for us as well. I'm going to stand before the judgment seat of Christ one day, and, and I'm going to give an account, my friends, of, of, of that which God has given me a stewardship over, and, and certainly that involves my preaching, you see? I'm going to give an account to God, see? I'm going to give an account. Huh? That everyone may receive the things done in his body according to that he had done, whether it be good or bad. And he says, knowing therefore the terror of the Lord. Huh? We persuade men, but we are made manifest unto God, and I trust also are made manifest in your conscience. Let me persuade you. Man, put everything you've got into your preaching, amen? Put it all in there. Huh? Man, get prayed up. Get studied up, huh? Man, man, be right with God. Beg God. I, 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 I was listening to a, a, a message by a John R. Rice. Man, 
praise God for folks like that, man, greatly used of God. But, but one thing he said that really stuck in my mind, he said, he said, I never get in the pulpit without a time of waiting on God and begging God for his power and begging God uh, uh, to, uh, uh, to help me. And, and, and listen, we can see the results of it. Amen. Have you ever heard him preach? How many of you ever heard uh, John R. Rice preach? <laughs> well, power. Amen. Not, not, not a real dynamic, you know, what we think about when these dynamic type guys. But I tell you one thing, you could sense the power of God on the man's life. Huh? I believe he took the preaching, uh, uh, that, 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 you know, that he did seriously. I believe he saw it as an awesome responsibility, folks, and we need to do the very same thing, huh? We, we don't all have the same abilities. And some of us are loud and some of us are soft, some of us are long, some of us are short. Huh? But that's not it. And the thing is, man, boy, getting God's power, being right with God, man, taking this thing serious. It's a serious business. It's an awesome responsibility. Before God, I charge thee before God and the Lord Jesus Christ. And boy, we live in a day and age when it seems like, man, boy, we, we have degraded the, the, the ministry so much. Boy, we need to uphold it. Amen. We need to uphold it, man. Praise God. It's a high and holy calling to be a preacher. And thank God for preachers and thank God for men who take the preaching of God's word seriously. He said to Timothy, I charge thee before God and the Lord Jesus Christ, who shall judge the quick and the dead at his appearing and at his coming. Look at 1 Corinthians chapter 3. 1 Corinthians chapter 3. <clears throat> I don't know of anything that's affected my life more than preaching. I don't know of anything that, that's made the difference in, in, in my spiritual growth. Now, I, I, I mean, you know, I, I'm not talking about my personal Bible reading. I mean, as far as the ministry of others in my life. I don't know of anything that's impacted my life like preaching has, you see. I don't know of anything that's helped my family like preaching has. <laughs> Thank God for preaching, you see. Thank God for it. 1 Corinthians chapter 3 and verse number 9 says, For we are laborers together with God. Ye are God's husbandry. Ye are God's building. According to the grace of God, which is given unto me as a wise master builder, I've laid the foundation, and another buildeth thereon. But let every man take heed how he buildeth thereon. For other foundation can no man lay than that is laid, which is Jesus Christ. Now, if any man build upon this foundation gold, silver, precious stone, wood, hay, stubble, every man's work shall be made manifest, for the day shall declare it, because it shall be revealed by fire. And the fire shall try every man's work of what sort it is. Now, what's he talking about? Friend, one of these days, our, our work, and I'm talking specifically about our preaching, it's going to be tried by fire. See? And the day is going to reveal it. What day? The day of the judgment seat of Christ. It's going to be revealed, you see? And, and, and God help us if we're just preaching wood, hay, and stubble. See? 
God help us if we take this thing of preaching so lightly, man, we just get up and we just, you know, just, just man, just kind of <laughs> fool around with it. Huh? Preaching what's popular, see? Preaching what folks want to hear and all this kind of stuff. You know, man, alive, preach, amen. And preach as if one day you're going to stand before God. I'm going to tell you something, friend. You don't have but one thing to worry about with your preaching. And you don't have but one person to, 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 to realize you're going to answer to. And that's the Lord Jesus Christ at the judgment seat of Christ. You don't have to answer to Mr. Big Shot. That's right. You don't have to answer to the fellowship. Now, thank God for the fellowship. But, 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 brethren, we better preach, amen, because we're going to stand before God and we're going to give a, an account of it one day. Huh? And boy, I don't want all my works to be burned. Huh? Huh? Well, I can think of some sermons I've preached. I, I'm, I'm sure that, that they're just uh, straw. You know, little wood, you know. Look nice, you know. Nice little wooden sermon, you know. You know. Pretty little straw hut sermon there, you know. Huh? Man, boy, I went away thinking, boy, I, I did it. Boy, I really did it this time. Oh, boy, I tore it up, man. Huh? Huh? Yeah, that's right. That's right. That's right. Yeah. Huh? Oh, and then people pat you on the back. Boy, it's a great message. Yeah, and all the time you know in your heart. Yeah, come on now. Backslidden, get in the pulpit, backslidden. Come on. Get in the pulpit, not prayed up. Yeah, just grab some sermon. Yeah, well, this will do. Yeah, God used this one last week, last month. Oh, this one will do. Yeah, no study. Come on now. That stuff's going to be burned up, friend. Oh, my soul. Hey, you know what? Man, God's word is full of diamonds. Oh, there's diamonds and, and gold and precious uh, 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 jewels in this book. Amen. Come on now. We don't have to preach junk. Man, this thing is packed. But you got to mine it. You got to dig it out. That's right. Amen. That's right. You got to, boy, you got to get in there. It's in there. Amen. Right. Wow, man. Oh, man. It's an awesome responsibility, this yeah. business of preaching. And we're going to stand before God one day and be judged. Our preaching is going to be judged. Turn back to that passage of scripture in 2 Timothy. We see the charge, and then in, in verse 2, we see the word. The word. Notice what he says. Preach the word, amen. Huh? God didn't say preach your opinion. God didn't say preach what's popular. Come on now. God didn't say go read some books, you know, some book somebody wrote, and boy, that sounds pretty good, and get up and preach that. Preach the word, amen. Nothing's going to change people's lives but the word of God. 
Jesus said, now you are clean through the word that I've spoken unto you. It's the word of God that's quick and powerful and sharper than any two-edged sword. It's the word of God that's going to make the difference in people's lives, friends. And we need to preach the word. Amen. That's right. We need to preach the word of God. Look at uh, 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 Jeremiah chapter 23. Jeremiah chapter 23, the power of God's word. I think sometimes we forget about how powerful God's word is. Jeremiah chapter 23, in verse number 29. These folks were trying to preach, you know, their dreams and all this kind of junk, you know. And God says, you just preach my word. Look at verse number 29. Is not my word like as a fire. Amen. Huh? Boy, fire is powerful. Amen. Well, I tell you what, you set this building on fire and, and something's going to happen. There's going to be some folks moving around here. Amen. Things are going to change. Why? Because fire has the power to change things. Huh? And, and if we're not preaching the word, friend. We don't have any fire. Amen. He said, it's not my word like as a fire, said the Lord, but he doesn't stop there. And like a hammer that breaketh the rock in pieces. What's going to break those hard, stony hearts? Amen. It's the hammer of the word of God. Huh? Boy, I tell you one thing. Boy, the word of God will pound, friend. Come on now. Yeah. Well, you can speak that word of God in a whisper. And the word of God is, is such a hammer. And it'll boom, boom. You say nothing happening. Boy, I, I tell you what, you just keep a hammering. Huh? You give me a sledgehammer. I got a sledgehammer in the back of my van out there. I was, I, well, I know what happened. I, I was doing something with it, but I left it in the back of my van. It's about a two and a half pound sledgehammer. I guarantee you there ain't many things I couldn't move if you give me enough swings at it. That's right. I tear up this whole church with that with that one sledgehammer. You give me enough time. That's right. Well, I tear up this piano. Boom! You say, "Oh, I'm nothing happening." You let me keep hitting it with that hammer. Be soon that 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 piano be splinters up here. Be toothpicks. We be able to get toothpicks to, for for after lunch, man. To, to, to pick our teeth with. Why? Because there's power in that, friend. And that's what the Word of God is. The Word of God is fire. He says it's like as a fire and a hammer that breaketh the rocks in pieces. We've got hard, stony-hearted folks that sit and listen to us week after week after week. Huh? And I think sometimes, friend, we're not seeing them break. We're not giving them the word, amen. You preach that word, you see. And, and, and well, some, sometimes people will harden their hearts against the word. I understand that. I understand that. But God's word has tremendous, tremendous power. Look at uh, Acts chapter 2. Acts chapter 2. Look at the tremendous message that Peter preached, filled with the Holy Ghost. But he's preaching the Word of God. Preaching the Word of God. I'm not going to read the whole uh, sermon, but, he, but, but, but in his conclusion, he charges them with murder. <laughs> Amen. <laughs> <laughs> Probably wouldn't go over too good in the day and age we live in, amen. He said, you killed Jesus, amen. Yeah. Huh? 
And, uh, and, and so in, in, in verse 36, look at what he says. Therefore, let all the house of Israel know assuredly that God had made that same Jesus whom ye crucified. He was preaching to the folks who had, who had yelled, crucify him. Both Lord and Christ. Now, when they heard this, get this, they were pricked in their hearts. And said unto Peter and the rest of the apostles, men and brethren, what shall we do? Huh? Hey, I found out one thing. You preach that word of God and, and, and the Holy Spirit's got something to work with to bring people under conviction. And it'll prick their hearts. But it may cut their hearts. Here's the difference. See, when it pricks their hearts, they'll get right. They'll get saved. When it, cut their, when it cuts their hearts, they'll try to kill you. Turn to, turn to Acts chapter 7. Acts chapter 7. And uh, tremendous biblical sermon that, that uh, Stephen preached. Uh, and uh, you know, if you read that sermon, I mean, this man was, was, was right on with Hebrew history. I mean, tremendous biblical, uh, scriptural sermon. And then again, you know, he concluded with uh, uh, charging them with murder, <laughs> you know, uh, verse 52. I mean, these guys were hard preachers back there, you know. Uh, which of the prophets in verse 52 uh, have your fathers not persecuted and they have slain with the, uh, with the, uh, and, and they have slain them which showed before the coming of the just one of whom ye have now been the betrayers and murderers. Now get this. Who have received the law by the disposition, uh, by the disposition of angels and have not kept it. In verse 54, when they heard this, they were cut to the heart. And they gnashed on him with their teeth. Huh? But he being full of the Holy Ghost looked up steadfast into heaven and saw the glory of God and Jesus standing on the right hand of God and said, Behold, I see uh, the heavens open and the Son of Man standing on the right hand of God. Listen, Peter preached the word and they were pricked in their heart. They got in a conviction and 3,000 of them were saved. Stephen preached the word and they were cut to the heart. Uh, and they gnashed on him with their teeth and killed him. Uh, you preach the word, friend. Doesn't mean you're going to have the big church. Doesn't mean that you're going to be popular. Doesn't mean everybody's going to pat you on the back. It may mean more persecution. It may mean that you're ostracized. It may mean that they don't want you in the fellowship. You just preach the word. Amen. You just preach it, friend. Uh, some will get pricked and some will get cut. But you'll be blessed. That's for sure. Turn back to Second Timothy. There's some more in there. A charge, friend. We have a serious charge. And thank God for it. The word. Oh, we need to preach it faithfully. Preach it faithfully. Look what he says in verse 2. Preach the word. When do we preach it? He said, be instant, in season, out of season. Boy, oh boy, oh boy. Used to be in season to preach on uh, preach against women wearing pants. Yeah, it's out of season now. That's out of season. 